0: Community amongst which he had lived all his life remained faithful to him, but the younger men seemed to prefer the methods employed by his rival and Bete Noir, Mr. Sampson Warrenby, an upstart of no more than fifteen years standing in the district. Sampson Warrenby's rapidly expanding business at first a small thorn in Mr. Drybeck's flesh was fast assuming the proportions of a menace. And since the day, just after the war ended, when he had had the bad taste to move his private residence from Bellingham to the hitherto select village of Thorndon, it had become impossible for the indignant Mr. Drybeck to continue to be socially unaware of his existence. He had bought a house in the lane which debouched onto the main Bellingham road at a point almost opposite Mr. Drybeck's small but ancestral home. "'Alas, my tennis days are over,' proclaimed Mrs. Midgeholm. "'But you'll meet my lion!' Mr. Drybeck was unalarmed. Major Midgeholm, who had been given the name of Lionel by optimistic parents, was a shy man of retiring habits, quite cast into the shade by his kind-hearted but somewhat overpowering wife. "'I'll walk with you as far as the corner,' pursued Mrs. Minchholm, tucking Ursula under her arm. Unless you mean to go by way of the lane? The lane, which served the little house rented by Miss Paterdale at the corner, and, farther down and facing the common, Mr. Warrenby's residence, led by way of a stile to the footpath which flanked the Haswell's large garden and ran on beside the squire's eastern plantations to join the northern and secondary road to Bellingham. There was a gate at the bottom of the Haswell's garden, but although this would certainly have been Mr. Drybeck's shortest route, he would have thought it very improper to have presented himself at the house by way of a private back gate. So he politely fell into step beside Mrs. Mitcholm, and accompanied her down the road to where the main village street intersected it. Since the peaks had to be continually admonished, conversation was of a desultory nature. Mr. Drybeck, wincing at his companion's frequent shrieks to Umbrella, Umberto, and Uppish, was forced to remind himself, not for the first time, that Flora Midgeholm was a good-natured and a plucky woman, who bore uncomplainingly the hardships of a straitened income, eked it out by dispensing with the services of a maid and by breeding dogs, and always presented to the world the part of a woman well satisfied with her lot. Only he did wish that she wouldn't call her dogs such absurd names. But this was unavoidable. On his retirement from the army, Major Midgeholm had built a bungalow in Thorndon, at the end of the village street, where the tarred road ended and a mere cart-track led across the fields to a small farm. Mrs. Midgeholm had conceived the pretty idea of calling the bungalow Ultima Thule, and when, in course of time, she began to breed peaks, Ultima had seemed to her the only possible patronymic to bestow upon them. Ultima Ulysses and Ultima Una, the progenitors of a long and lucrative line, received their alliterative names in a moment of impulsive inspiration. Ursula Urban and Urania, had followed, and by that time the custom of alliteration had been established, and the supply of proper names was running out. Umberto, Uriah, and Ukika exhausted it, and succeeding generations of poppies received their names from the pages of a dictionary. But, after all, said Mrs. Midgeholm, looking on the bright side, they are rather quaint, aren't they, and unready one-two-firsts and two-seconds at Crofts. In the intervals of summoning Umberto, Umbrella, and Uppish, out of other people's gardens, Mrs. Mitchholm confided to her companion that although she had been invited to the Cedars to watch the tennis and to take tea, she had been obliged to refuse. For I don't mind telling you, Mr. Drybeck, that I doubt if I could trust myself. Dear me, said Mr. Drybeck, startled. Not, said Mrs. Mitchholm, her eye kindling. If I am expected to speak to Mr. Warrenby, and if he's there, which of course he will be, nothing would stop me giving him a piece of my mind, so I'm not going.